Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. My brothers and my sisters, I remember when I was a youngster growing up in the city of York, Pennsylvania. My brothers, Wayne, who is deceased now, my brother Major Jr., <laughs> and my brother Kevin, and I would get with the other kids in our neighborhood and organize and play pickup games. Baseball, basketball, football, whatever kind of game we came up with. I tell you, as a kid, we loved playing outside. Whenever we got the opportunity to go outside and play, we took immediate advantage of it. We were certainly not like a lot of the children of our current day. Those kind of kids that stayed in the house playing video games or on social media. We as kids, I don't know about you, we loved the great outdoors. Now, because we were living in the inner city of the of York, Pennsylvania, it was not difficult to find other willing neighborhood kids who were also interested in playing outside with us. Now, New Providence and friends, unfortunately for me, I was the youngest of four boys. And I actually was considered the runt. Y'all know what a runt is, right? You know, we got pigs, you got the runt. I, I was considered the runt in the family and basically in the whole community. <laughs> when it came down to Considering players for games and for teams, it seemed like I was always one of the last ones left 
to be considered. The neighborhood kids who were selected as captains of the team, when they were choosing players, honey, I, I remember that I used to have to wave my arms, plead, and be then to them, ask them to consider me as a member of their team. Sometimes, Leon, I would be considered, and sometimes they would pay no attention to me at all. Anybody in here on my street? Dick and Heggie, sometimes I would break down and cry just because they failed to consider me and invite me to play on their team. Now, New Providence and friends, I discovered that if one of my older brothers was selected as a captain, that my chances for being considered would improve. <laughs> when the other kids in the neighborhood were chosen as captain, they did not feel as if they had to extend to me any grace or mercy in the selection process. But, thank God that I had some brothers. <laughs> My brothers, they would extend me some grace and some mercy. Even though they might have known that I was the worst player left in the draw. They would consider me and give me the chance to play in the game. Now, New Providence, it could have been the fact that I was blood-related that they considered me. But maybe, just maybe, they might have considered me because they knew that if they didn't consider me, that I was going to tell mom and dad that they would not let me play with them which would result in them getting in trouble. <laughs> New Providence, sometimes there is a benefit in being the baby boy. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the Apostle Paul in our scriptural text today Writes 
to Timothy, sharing his testimony about how God's grace and mercy were at work in his consideration by God to be saved and to be used as a player on God's chosen team. Let us take a brief look at the Apostle Paul's life prior to his conversion. We are introduced to the Apostle Paul who was also known then as Saul of Tarsus back in Acts chapter 7. Y'all good Bible readers, y'all know Acts chapter 7. Stephen, a deacon of Christ, was being stoned to death for his faith in Christ and Saul was there giving approval to his death. Y'all remember that? After the death of Stephen, the Bible says great persecution broke out against the church at Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. In Acts chapter 8, verse 3, the Bible tells us, but Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off men and women and put them in prison. But then when we get to Acts chapter 9, the Bible said that Saul requested letters from the high priest in Jerusalem for the synagogues in Damascus to go and arrest and bring back to Jerusalem for imprisonment any believers who belonged or followed the way of Jesus Christ. And y'all know what happened on his way to Damascus. Saul had his encounter with the Christ and discovered that he was being considered by God to be a recipient of his grace and his mercy. So, in our selected text for today, Paul shares with Timothy that he thanks God for considering him to be a recipient of his grace and his mercy. In the scriptural text, Paul thanks God for three things. He thanks God for what he did, 
when God did it and why God did it. Did you hear what he thanked God for? He thanked God for what he did, when he did it, and why he did it. I know someone's asking the question, well, what did God do for the Apostle Paul? And when, Pastor Wood, did he do it? It's written here in the text. Paul writes in verses 12 and 13, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. My brothers and sisters, the Apostle Paul from the outset recognizes that God has given him something to be thankful for. <laughs> Paul recognizes that when he was operating in weakness, that God gave him strength. I, I, I want to know, for those of you who are in the sanctuary and those who are watching and listening to me today, have you ever had a weak moment? Have you ever had a moment when you could not trust your own actions? Oh, come on now. Y'all too quiet in here for me today. Have you ever had a moment in your life when you didn't know how you were going to act? Oh, come on now. Come on now. Anybody in here ever say, I'll never do this, but ended up doing the very thing we said we'd never do? That means you couldn't trust your own self. <laughs> But Paul says, even when I've had those moments of weakness, Paul said, God, because he considered me, gave me strength. And I thank God that I'm a witness that there have been times in my life if it had not been for God giving me strength, I would have fainted. Anybody on my street? Anybody in here? Paul says, I thank God that Christ our Lord gave me strength. What else did God do for you, Apostle Paul? I'm glad you asked. I'm, I'm still in the text. He not only gave me strength, but he considered me and appointed me. 
Listen, New Providence and friends, the apostle Paul felt that he should have been disqualified from even being considered by God. Check out what Paul says. Paul says, I'm not qualified. I shouldn't have even been considered. You know why? Because I once was a blasphemer. I was a persecutor. I was a violent man. But, somebody say but. But in spite of his past, God still considered him worthy of investing his grace and his mercy in him. And listen, there are some of us here, physically in the church, some of us who are watching or listening by phone, who may feel that we are not worthy of godly consideration and use in the kingdom of God. But I got some good news for you. It is you whom God has a warrant out after. <laughs> it is you those of you who don't feel like you're worthy, that God wants to use. He's considering you. Somebody say, he's considering me. What is he considering me for, Pastor Wood? He's considering you to appoint you to be used for his glory and for his honor. And, 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 and deacons and, and preachers, I'm so glad that God, only God, has the right to appoint whoever he wants. <laughs> Aren't you glad that appointments are left up to God. Come on, let me, let, me, let me make it practical. There are some of us right now who are working on jobs that on paper we did not qualify for. But God <laughs> appointed us. Am I right about it? Listen. Some of us are living in homes that based upon our credit score, we should have never been able to afford. But God appointed us. Come on now, come on now. Some of us are happily married to good men and good women that we know, come on, y'all looking at me funny, that we did not deserve. But 
God do? He appointed us. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank God for his appointments. <laughs> all right, all right. What else, Paul, did God do for you? In verse 14, Paul says, I thank God that he has also poured out grace abundantly upon me. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Paul says, I thank God that he poured out grace abundantly upon me. You know what that word abundantly means? It means overflowing. And I just want to know, has anyone watching or listening ever received overflowing mercy and grace? Come on now, snatch your, ha your, your halos off. None of us have lived perfect lives. And we know we all have sinned and come short of his glory. And if sin would have had its way, it would have taken us out. But God poured upon us overflowing grace and mercy. How many, how many of y'all know amazing grace? <laughs> how sweet it sounds, that same grace that saved a wretch like me I once was lost. But now, somebody say, but now, I'm found. I was blind. But now I see because I have been a recipient of God's amazing, abundant grace. Okay, Pastor, you, you told us what God did. Well, the question now Paul wants to address is, when did God do it? Paul tells us in verse 15. Paul tells us that God appointed him and and, and God abundantly graced him while he was yet a sinner. Mm. Paul says in verse 15, even though I'm the worst of sinners, God still considered me for salvation. He considered me <laughs> to use me. And Paul writes to Timothy and says, Timothy, don't you ever forget that Christ came into the world to save sinners. And then Paul makes this statement. He says, Timothy, you may not believe it, but I believe it myself. 
that I was the worst <laughs> of sinners. Because he blasphemed, because he was a persecutor, because he was a violent man. Paul says, I am the chief or I am the worst of sinners. And if God can consider me and if God can use me, he can use anybody. When did God do it? Paul says, while we were still sinners. And lastly, Paul answers the question, well, why did God do it? We already talked about what he did and when he did it, but the question remaining is why did God consider us? Why did God consider us and appoint us to salvation and pour out grace abundantly and save us? It's simple. It's simple, my brothers and sisters. God did this to demonstrate that nobody is too low Nobody is too bad. Nobody is too unqualified to be saved and considered by God. Y'all didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear that. Y'all did not hear that because y'all would be shouting all over the church. God decided that he would demonstrate that nobody is too low, too bad, or even unqualified to be saved and considered by God. That's verse 16 in the text. That's verse 16. You know what Paul, in essence, is telling Timothy and telling us? That if God could save him, the wretch that he was, that God can save anybody. Listen. I'm just stopped by to tell you that you, my brother, you, my sister, are qualified to be used and considered by God. And Minister Lucas, I'm so glad that God uses ordinary people To fulfill his plan and his will. Is there any ordinary people in the house? Is there any ordinary people watching or listening? <laughs> that means you may have flaws. 
but God can still use you. You might have made some bad mistakes in your life, but God can use you. If you have a willing heart, I'm here to tell you that God will consider you to be used of him. Oh, that's a simple message. That's just a simple, that's the simple message today. And I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that God considered a boy raised in the streets of York, Pennsylvania. I've been in church all my life, but just because I was in church don't mean I live church. Come on, somebody. Some of y'all been in church all your life, but you know there was a time when church was not in you. <laughs> but guess what? God, in his plan, already had you considered. Lord, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Even in my imperfections, even in my wrongdoing, you still considered me and use me for your glory and your honor. Can there a hallelujah in the house? We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.NewProvidenceBaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.